0: back to another edition of let's talk with big chief and yours truly sterile you know what i mean we're going to be talking today about article 42 the uh you know whole movement to expel migrants from the border it's a pretty hot topic today as far as you know politically and what's being spoken about you know just in general
1: so let's get into it big chief hey Everyone out there, uh, thank you guys for always uh tuning in and giving us support. I see the numbers going up in terms of um, you know, uh, membership and uh subscriptions know, sub- subscription and uh, you know, supporting us on our pla- uh podcast and uh social media platform. We really appreciate it. So basically today we will be discussing uh article 40, 42 which is um is, is a policy that was um created by the Trump administration and that this is basically is to um to, bl- to block uh, individuals trying to enter uh, the country illegally, and this was uh, due to the COVID-19 uh, pandemic. And this regards to the Trump administration. And this was a uh, policy was uh, was created uh, back in 2020. Now the Biden administration um, chose to to end uh, Article 42. They stated that they had a robust uh, policy in place. Once it ends. Uh, how to process uh individuals at the border uh that is migrating um you know undocumented or people seeking asylum now the the court of appeal uh chose uh not to 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 end up um the blockage basically yeah i mean this whole
0: immigration thing has been a hot topic ever since you know Trump was on his campaign to you know stop the illegals and the migrants and the caravans from, you know, entering into the U.S. for various reasons. And it's still a topic to which today seems to be a hot button as far as, you know, whenever it's discussed and being brought up. So, you know, we're just going to touch on some points here. It's safe to say that, you know, up until since 2020, 642,700 people, I believe, have been expelled from the country as per this article. Mm -hmm. So you figure in two years, almost close to a million people, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And um, when they overturn it, who knows? Some say by the end of December, some say next year, but there is no definitive date as to when it will be overturned. There seems to be a whole bunch of back and forth going on right now as far as pertaining to overturning Article 42, mm-hmm. but I think when it comes to, you know, individuals who are trying to, you know, make a better life for themselves and escape persecution and situations in their, you know, mother countries that aren't really ideal to the, you know, better life, you know, um, what am I saying? Uh, you know, the The better life narrative, mm-hmm. as far as securing a place, you know, and a future for them and their children, and the amount of children that have been displaced by this thing and babies
1: is just crazy, you know. Yeah. It, 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 it basically, what <clears throat> has transpired over um, the period of time with the Article Forty Two, we all know previously. Um, maybe I think it's the beginning of the year. A lot of uh, Haitian migrants uh, attempted to uh, enter the United States, and um, the Biden administration, from what we have seen on the news media and so forth, they blocked them. You see, I can recall you had like uh, the border patrol on horseback, you know, whipping the Haitian migrants, uh, corralling them, and systematically <laughs> <laughs> deporting them back back to Haiti. I um, stuff. And so. Now, there is more migrants allegedly from the caravans coming up um, in preparation for the ending of Article 42. And they are massed at the border, just waiting for Article 42 to end, in which you'll be able to enter the United States, as opposed to staying in Mexico and uh, putting in their application for asylum and so forth.
0: Uh, a judge has been on record as stating that Article 42 is arbitrary and Capricious individuals are turned back. Mm-hmm. You know, you have, let's say, for instance, a lot of you know, indigenous people and you know, Haitians that don't speak Spanish that have been turned or, or, over, or Creole, yeah. yeah, to Mexican authorities. Mm-hmm. So that prevents that, that presents, excuse me, a language barrier in terms of services being rendered and you know, situations being resolved. Once they get sent back from the U.S., you know, which can pose, you know, to be problematic as far as, you know, communication barriers and just language and things of that nature. So there's also
1: that, you know. So with saying, saying this, I believe that uh, the United States has been dropping the ball um for many years, when it comes to their um, their backyard, and what I say is that there's a lot of countries that's in South um, Central America, whether it is El Salvador, um, Guatemala, Honduras, and, and, and places like that. Um, the United States is dropping the ball when it comes to these countries in terms of supporting, um, propping up comp the, the countries economically so what's what's happening here because of um the economic issues and political violence and and gang violence uh, these individuals are leaving in mass or in masses um in order for them to escape the hell that they're in so what they're doing they say that you know America is like um, the gateway to to, to freedom and and to wealth and so forth so hey they say listen instead of me staying here uh, in the, in this uh, malaise with uh, my children I'm going to try to give them a better opportunity right and um, and I'll be able to once I get to America to support my family and friends and, you know and, and loved ones and so forth so that's what's happening um, these people are leaving in masses and it's a possibility that you know we all know that China Uh, Is knocking on the doorsteps around the world in the Caribbean, you know, Central and South America, and Africa, and Africa, yeah. And I think that America should uh, be able to say, you know what, in order for these migrants to be leaving in these caravans to come to the United States, maybe we'll be able to tackle the issue in their home country to basically just try to stop the stem of the flow of these individuals leaving the countries. Because it it all happens, it starts in their home country. I
0: mean, to be fair, I think that, you know, America has always been seen as the land of opportunity. Mm -hmm. So whether or not the U.S. gets involved, you know, politically in their home country, you're still going to have
1: masses of people trying to migrate to the U.S. But that didn't happen before in the past, where you have caravans leaving and migrating up to the United States. Because why other countries, immigrants are not doing that? You know, you don't have people from, like, Chile. You don't have people from Paraguay, Uruguay, you know, um, and all those Argentina and places like that, you know, Coming in numbers. I mean,
0: I think a lot of it has to do with the proximity and closeness Mm -hmm. to the U.S. border. You know, Mexico and Haiti, I mean, geographically, Mm -hmm. are a
1: lot closer to, you know, the border of, like, Texas and... But Panama, the Panamanians are not coming in droves and numbers. The Brazilians are not coming in droves and numbers. You get what I'm saying? Okay. In the proximity, um, a, a lot of these countries... Panama is close, closer to the United States. It is straight, straight through, you know, um, Central America, straight up to the United States. And but these countries economically is doing better than these other country I referenced.
0: Okay, point yeah. taken.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think that uh, uh, the United States needs need to get involved with these countries. We're not talking about just wholesalely just giving money out, but what is get down to the nitty gritty as to what is causing these migrants. We all know, from what we see in the media and so forth, because of our, our political uh, issues, you know, economic issues, how could the United States, in terms of the State Department, in addition to uh, the President of the United States, the, 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 the Minister of Trade, and so forth, how could they get involved with it to assist these countries?
0: I mean, I think if they were to sit down with various foreign ministers and, you know, create a sort of a roundtable environment mm-hmm. to discuss this particular issue, mm-hmm. both sides, to come up with some type of amicable resolution, yeah. you know, anything is possible. But they have to convene
1: at the table first. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, it starts with communication. Basically. Dialogue understanding and know and basically know the the, the 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 root cause and how to mitigate it going forward. I think a little bit of
0: compassion also included with those aforementioned attributes mm-hmm. would go a long way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but we'll see where it goes. You know, moving forward into twenty twenty three, Article forty two I'm sure will continue to be yeah. a you know, a hot button topic And on the lips of a whole bunch of people. So, um, we'll keep you guys posted. All right. Until next time, uh, like, subscribe, share, and uh, be blessed. Big Chief, Stero, peace. Peace.
1: socialmobi.com